Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Just a programming note, we are keeping our eye on the floor of the House of Representatives in our nation's capital. There's uh, a little bit of uh, conflicting messages coming out as the Democratic Party in the House of Representatives is trying to get their ducks in a row. They were projecting that they would vote uh, at least on one of the spending bills uh, today and begin the process for another. And now there's conflicting reports coming out of Steny Hoyer, who's uh, the minority or excuse me, the majority whip, uh, who kind of does the nose counting. Uh, He said that they would be moving forward. Uh, The progressive wing and uh, Representative Jayapal uh, just in the last couple of minutes said, nope, we are not going to vote on the bipartisan bill until we have more assurances and more specifics on the social spending package. So conflicting messages coming out, a lot of negotiatings going on, and all of this will impact President Biden's agenda uh, and the path forward. So we'll continue to watch that. We'll break into that as it happens here on KSL News Radio. We're going to continue our conversation about the life and legacy of Colin Powell, who was memorialized today at Washington's National Cathedral. Uh, it drew President Biden, uh, former Presidents Obama and Bush, as well as former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, were all in attendance. Uh, it really did have the feeling of a state funeral. And I want to get to a, a couple of things that I just want to make sure we don't miss uh, in all of this. So I want to go to something from his uh, son, Michael. Uh, Michael Powell spoke at the funeral and was really the most uh, powerful uh, speaker of the entire service. And I want to share two excerpts from Michael Powell's address uh, at his father's funeral about his experience with his father and uh, about things that just showed what kind of not just what kind of military leader, not just what kind of diplomatic leader, uh, but what kind of person he was in terms of connecting, uh, especially with those uh, that may be struggling or or having some challenges. Uh, So let's start with Michael Powell talking about an experience. So you heard John Huntsman Jr. talk about his love of cars. Well, it wasn't too long ago that Colin Powell was out for a drive in one of those cars and ended up getting a flat tire and a vet happened to be there to help him with the rescue. His zest for life derived from his endless passion for people. He was genuinely interested in everyone he met. He loved a hot dog vendor, a bank teller, a janitor, and a student as much as any world leader. Not long ago, he was driving his Corvette on the Beltway and got a flat tire. A young disabled veteran saw him and pulled over to help. With the tire fixed, the young vet sheepishly asked if he could take a quick selfie. But my dad took time to ask about his family and his friends and his life, something no Instagram moment could ever uncover. A few days later, to thank him for his help, my father invited the vet and his entire family over to the house for dinner. That passion for people. Again, that's not a resume line. That's a eulogy line. Uh, Because that's the essence, Uh, and that's what we have to get to, this fact that Colin Powell was passionate about Pete's uh, people, uh, that he was every bit as concerned and interested about the uh, hot dog vendor uh, as he was any world leader, uh, the student, the veteran. uh, All of those mattered and and made a difference in his life. Uh, Michael Powell continued uh, with, this is one of my favorite experiences uh, about his father, about uh, Colonel, General Powell, that uh, to me really shows the kind of leader that he was and the way he looked at everyone. It's a word we often go back to called respect. Colin Powell was a great leader because he was a great follower. 
He knew you could not ask your troops to do anything you were unwilling to do yourself. One time I was walking into the PX with my dad. We came upon a corporal saluting a captain over and over again. My father walked up and asked this captain what he was doing. The captain replied, sir, this corporal failed to salute me, so I'm making him salute me a hundred times. My dad said, that's fine, but you make darn sure you salute him back every single time. The exchange of salutes is a sign of mutual respect. Respect. Uh, that the leader has to have respect for those they lead. I love the fact that he said that his father was a great leader because he was a great follower. And he understood that bonds of respect, that trust, that shared trust that has to go between those that lead and those that follow. Uh, and I think those were just powerful, uh, powerful examples from Michael Powell uh, about his father. I want to go now to a former Secretary of State um, who uh, spoke and shared some interesting things. Madeline I. Albright uh, said that Colin Powell was really good at turning down the temperature, being pragmatic, and most important, something that we love, getting results. Colin was incredibly cool. People in public life tend to hyperventilate. We open our mouths and the superlatives just gush forth. Greatest worst, the biggest deal ever, the biggest disaster ever. As if each issue offered a choice between utopia and perdition. Over the decades, I sat in many meetings with Colin where I could almost hear his eyes roll. When it was his turn to speak, he was brilliant at bringing over the moon claims down to earth and distilling what truly mattered from what did not. His effectiveness was magnified by his lack of interest in racking up partisan debating points or improving how macho he could be as a negotiator. He cared only about achieving results, and somehow, through the strength of his personality, he made pragmatism charismatic. (laughs) Oh, we need a bigger dose of that. Uh, Can we make pragmatism charismatic? Uh, I think it's because of of the way he passionately went about that. Uh, The fact that he rejected the false choices that so often come up in our politics. I love the way that uh, Secretary Albright said, For Colin Powell, it was not a choice between utopia and perdition. It was getting to a better solution. Uh, That Colin Powell was not worried about racking up partisan political points. He was worried about getting something done and being able to move forward uh, on the things that actually matter. Uh, I want to stick in one last clip here. We also had uh, joining us not long after Colin Powell's passing, uh, our friend Roger Porter from Harvard University actually was with Colin Powell just back in July, uh, just a couple of months before he passed away. And uh, so we spoke with uh, Professor Porter and uh, asked him what stood out uh, to him about Colin Powell and the way he led. When I first knew Colin Powell, he was a a junior officer in uh, the Army. He later became National Security Advisor, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the youngest in, in, in history and uh, our 65th Secretary of State. And working with him throughout that period, I discovered that the fact that he was ascending to higher positions did not change his character, the way he treated people. He treated everyone at whatever rank 
with the same respect that he did people who were uh, considered to be his peers. Again, so many, so many lessons, uh, really a master class, uh, really a master class in leadership and what that looks like, what that sounds like, but more importantly, what it acts like. And so I go back to where we started uh, our conversation about this uh, funeral service today, this memorial for Colin Powell uh, held at uh, Washington National Cathedral, uh, really a feeling of a state funeral. And that is that funerals are important. And there were some very tender moments. There were some good laughs and some good jokes and some good memories uh, about shared experiences, uh, about quirkiness, uh, about hobbies, about pet peeves and and the like. I, I love that Madeline Albright would say, I could hear his eyes rolling uh, when someone was in there, you know, making a case with a lot of bravado and a lot of political talking points. And uh, so there were those moments, and that's an important part of funeral. Uh, rem- happy memories, great times shared together. Uh, but I still firmly and passionately believe that the real power in funerals is is not found in just those happy memories uh, or even the condolence and the, the comfort that they bring to a grieving family and grieving friends. But to me, the ultimate power of funerals is in what they inspire us to become. And I've never been to a funeral where I didn't come away with something that I was determined to do better, to do different, uh, to strive a little harder for. Uh, Even people that I haven't really known all that well, uh, there are lessons. There are lessons in the way people live their lives, and there are lessons often in the things that we don't see because far too often we focus on the resume. Uh, I, I love to see someone's obituary that doesn't have a long list of their accomplishments, their business titles, or their college degrees. Uh, I want to know the essence of who they are, what principles mattered to them, how did they make a difference in the world, uh, because everybody does. Everybody leaves an imprint of one sort or another, and there are so many things to be learned about very simple lives well-lived. And so I I hope that as we look at this funeral today, which is big and grand, uh, but there are so many little principles that we all can engage and learn from, and that's what we've got to get to. Colin Powell was a great American, not because of the titles he held, but because of the difference that he made. We're going to step aside for Top of the Hour News. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources right here on KSL News Radio. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station.